All right, thank you for coming. Uh, we're going to be talking about PowerShell, beginning PowerShell from commandlet to function. And uh, just to warn everybody, this is going to be the basics of PowerShell. It's nothing advanced. Uh, v Brown Bag has always been enhancing your technolo uh, technical knowledge, but uh, I'm going to be going back to basics a little bit. So my name is Mike Nelson. I'm a technologist at Rubrik, a uh, Microsoft MVP, Azure Advisor, V Expert, all that kind of good stuff. The main point of this slide right here is you can reach me on Twitter at Nelmedia. Have any questions, anything you want to ask me, um, that's the way to get a hold of me. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what we're going to talk about. PowerShell basics and creating your first script and function. We're going to make this a lot of fun. So the first thing I have to talk about is the versions of PowerShell that are available because it's kind of a, you know, a mismatch of, of, of different versions that Microsoft has been putting out. Uh, the first thing is 5.1. 5.1 is a native uh, PowerShell that's included in a lot of the operating systems. So when you install Windows 10, you install Server 2012, uh, 2019, 5.1 is what comes with it. Well, it does. So, uh, but then they've come up with Core. Okay, so PowerShell Core, uh, if you haven't heard of that, that was Microsoft's first attempt at going open source with PowerShell, which is really cool. So that is the version 6. Uh, that you can install. Now, what they're going to do next is they're actually getting rid of the term core, okay? And they brought this new kind of logo, which is really kind of cool, um, for PowerShell. But they're getting rid of the term core, and they're coming out uh, with just uh, PowerShell 7. So the next version will be PowerShell 7. That's how it's going to be named, and uh, that'll be available right now. It's in, in preview, so you'll be able to pick that up. Syntax, very basic syntax of a PowerShell command. When you first learn PowerShell, this is, this is the key component right here. When you take a look at a PowerShell command, this is a basic command right here, and I'm gonna take this apart piece by piece for you. The first thing is this is a commandlet, okay? This is the heart of PowerShell. When you are given uh, the option of working with different uh, uh, providers, working with different things like Dell, HP, you know, software installations, all that, they usually have commandlets. All right, so a commandlet always consists of two things, a verb and a noun. It's always a verb and a noun. So you always want to do a get something, a set something, a install something. It's always verb and a noun in that sequence, okay? And then this is a positional parameter. This just says that this particular parameter is what it's looking for in that position in the command line. So a positional parameter always has to be in that spot. Finally, we have a name parameter. A name parameter is something that the, the commandlet takes as a parameter, so it's defined inside of the commandlet itself. In this case, it's a filter. It wants to filter on something, and we're doing it on star, on star sys. And then lastly, a switch parameter. Switch parameters can be varied between uh, commandlets. They can you know, sometimes have customs, but usually they're a set default. There's like verbose, okay? Um, there's a couple other ones. Uh, if I can remember them off the top of my head now, um, you know, debug, things like that. The, those you can find whenever you look up commandlets, that is going to be uh, one of the switch parameters. Okay, so that is a basic PowerShell uh, command right there. The key thing to remember here is verb and noun. Now, there are four actual commands that are really critical in learning PowerShell. There's get help, update help, get command, and get member. Notice it again, verb and noun. Now, I've added a, a fifth one down there, and that fifth one 
has actually disappeared from PowerShell. Hopefully it's coming back. This is one of the things that's been upvoted to bring back into PowerShell 7, which is called show command, which I'll, I'll show you a demonstration of. But if you know these four commands, then you can create your own scripts and functions within PowerShell. And of course, you always have to go back to the developer side of things, uh, create documented and reusable code, you will, according to PowerShell Yoda. Um, that is just, that's just good DevOps. That's a, that's a good way to, for people to understand what you've written and why you've written it. So functions, this is gonna be the last slide, just, you know, second to last slide. But I, the main thing about this is going from commandlet to function, right? So I have to explain the function. It's just basically a list of statements you define. That's all a function is, all right? And an example of that, this is hello world, okay? All you're doing is you're telling it, whenever a function of hello world is called, do a write host hello world. It's just gonna write it on the screen, that's it. That is a function right there, okay? It's a basic function, uh, but it is a function. And then you simply just call the function. You just, in somewhere in a script, uh, somewhere in, in, in a, uh, an API call or something, you just call that function as long as it's inside of that session, uh, which I'll talk about a little bit later. And the statements inside of a function run just like you type them. That's exactly what they do. So functions can be in scripts, modules, profiles, and called from other scripts. Okay, so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna go ahead and create an alarm clock. All right, just a basic alarm clock. All right, and I did this on video. Hopefully it works well. <laughs> so in this environment, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show you uh, uh, how you start out first with the basics of PowerShell and then building the alarm clock. It's very simple. So the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start something called a start demo. What it does is it automatically types for me so I don't mistype anything or do any crazy syntax stuff. So what it's gonna do is I'm gonna show get help, one of those first commands. When you do that, it's gonna output a whole listing you know, of screen of everything you can do with the help, all right? Now, get command was another one. So these are all the commands, okay? Commandlets, functions, scripts, so on and so forth that you have available on your machine during your PowerShell session. Git process, git member. Remember, git member was one of those commands. What I'm doing is I'm just doing a git process which pulls all the processes and then those are all the member objects that you can query against. And then finally, the show command. The reason why I brought show command is show command is actually brings up a UI, a graphical representation of the command line. So folks that don't like the command line, they can go through and enter it in here and click on run or copy and it does it for you. So modules, these are the modules, okay, that are in my system, but a module is a, a component of PowerShell that allows you to interact um, with a certain, you know, piece of software or interface. Now I'm actually installing a module, this is how you do it, our rubric module. After you install a module, you have to actually have to do an import. I'm doing it verbosely here, that switch parameter verbose, and it lists all the, all the things that you can do with that module, so again, Verb noun, everything I can do with that module. Now here's the concept of drives. So PowerShell drives actually allows you to see, you know, different aspects, like you see my C drive, my D drive, functions, registry, all that kind of stuff. And that's given to you by providers. These providers are what is populating that besides the physical drives. 
If I add another provider like Active Directory, like I just did, and then I do the same command again, it actually shows new commands underneath just for Active Directory. So that's how you get the ability to expand your scripts and your functions to be able to do those things. Now here, right here, I'm just doing a get process, okay, but I'm doing a pipeline. I want to show you what a pipeline is. And I'm piping a get process, which is all the processes running on my computer, into a table format. Okay, if you remember from the old DOS days, you used to take DOS, you know, a command and pipe it to more. Okay, you're doing the same thing in PowerShell, you're pipelining. Now, in our alarm clock, we're going to talk about sleep. And that's the main function of the alarm clock, start sleep. This is basically the command of start sleep. It gives you everything about it. Remember, get help. This get help on the parameter of seconds. I want to understand what I can do with the seconds in the, in the, in the sleep. And finally, is there an easier way to call that than actually typing start sleep? Yes, it's called an alias of just sleep. So here, I did a sleep two. It slept for two seconds, came back to a command prompt. Here, I'm sleeping two and it beeps. That's the first alarm clock. Now, it's gonna keep beeping two seconds. Ready? One, two. Okay. That is your alarm clock. That's a basic alarm clock. That is the command for the alarm clock. Now, if we took a look at that, you just took that command, you could put sleep X amount of seconds, have that thing go off and that wake you up. Basic alarm clock. Pretty cool, huh? All right, let's take that. All I did was took that function and I added a PS1 extension to it. By adding PS1, it turns it into a PowerShell file. So I'm going to take that function, and when, you, when I load it, it actually loads it into memory. It, it sits there in memory in your session, so you can call it from any script and use it at any time during that session. When I do a dir function, that's bringing up that PS drive. So when you look at it, you can see all the functions that are available to you, but I want to narrow it down to just what's in alarm. Okay? So when I do the just alarm, it's only going to show me that one that I have there, which is the alarm clock that function, that start alarm clock. And then finally, I'm gonna look at what I can do with that start alarm clock and what it does. Exactly the same command we had before. Finally, I'm gonna add a parameter to it. So instead of doing start alarm clock with the definition of, a, of the seconds, you can just put a parameter in there of how many seconds you want, which is really cool. So I'm gonna load this whole function, and then you can see below, I'm gonna do a start alarm clock for two seconds. And that's exactly what it'll do. It'll run all that code, just like a function's supposed to, okay, with two seconds. And I'll run it, run it right here. Okay? Now, what if we were to take that, and they're like, hey, I want people to understand what you do, what this thing does. Well, you create a comment called a synopsis. And by doing that, okay, I'll add this function to memory, that's what I'm doing. I'm taking this and I'm adding it to memory at this point. All right. And now you can do a get help on that function and it'll return what you put in the synopsis. So if you wanted to put in that synopsis, hey, you know, uh, this is Mike and I, know, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Um, that'll show up whenever they do a get help on it. And you'll see me scroll back here. I'll, I'll, it'll show you. I'm trying to keep up, catch up, keep up with my demo here. <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes it's not that easy. Um, 
So what I've done here is, is showing you that all PowerShell scripts have to be what's called dot source. You have to have a dot and a slash in order to start a PowerShell script. Here, I'm doing the start alarm clock with seconds two. That's calling it a function from memory. And now I've done something really crazy. Watch this. I've added voice and I've added music to it. So this is how crazy you can get. So check this out. May the force be with you. How cool is that? That is like the perfect alarm clock. So, just in closing, thank you very much for watching this session, listening to me. I really appreciate it. Again, reach me on at Nell Media, and I hope this was beneficial uh, to anyone that wants to really learn PowerShell um, just starting out. Thanks.